Greetings everyone and welcome. I'm Giselle Coy and I'm speaking to you today about our ascension. Wow, what is going on? So many wonderful, magical, confusing, confounding things. A lot of us are all talking about how many different energies we're experiencing right now and what to create. Where do we go from here? So today's report is all about Ascension 2015 and what are we supposed to be creating as well as what does this new soul sovereignty feel like? What is it? Is this what Ascension is? So let me begin by just saying hello to all of you and connecting in a heart space for this report and acknowledging all the powerful beings that you are the beings that are listening to this are listening for a reason i just want to acknowledge um your power your role your piece of the puzzle in this whole process we are all doing this together and we should never forget that so i want to thank everyone for listening and also thank yourself for taking the time to reflect and to dive in to your own personal ascension process we are all so busy, just plain living, besides all of our creating, manifesting, all the stuff we do here in 3D Earth. So it's profound to take time out and to keep the internal focus on your own personal ascension. And I say personal because it always has, always was, and always will be about the self. And you say, wait. The self, isn't that kind of a selfish thought? Isn't it about others and serving? Um, yes, it is about serving, but the urge to serve and love and assist is born out of an alignment. It's born out of the alignment that we have with ourself and with our soul. So with no alignment, there is no true service. So we don't really have anything to share or to serve if we're not connected on the inside. And there is no end to that alignment. That alignment is what leads to ascension. It's just like more and more alignment, refinement, alignment, refinement is what basically the ascension process is. So let's talk about the ascension process and do the report part of the show right now. And we'll talk about ascension 2015. Let's start with an astrological point of view. A lot of this information is available on the internet. Um, the, this is some of the information I've collected and that resonates with me. I'm not an astrologer, but many of you are, and we are in amazing astrological times. No one can debate that. It's true. Our time right now is just incredible. So we've all heard that we're at the end of a 26,000-year cycle, and I would say that around 11, 11, 11 is when things started heating up. Ascension started showing up in a powerful way, and it came on everyone's radar stream, screen. It was like, okay, this is what's up now, all you spiritual beings. And since then, we've had a series of astrological events that have occurred, as if the universe scripted this whole event, because they've just been unfolding and unfolding and unfolding. So only three times in the last 500 years have four blood moons slash eclipses occurred back-to-back -back and so on. And so they have been April 15th, 2014, October 8th, 2014. We just had one April 4, 2015. And the last eclipse um, of this nature will, will occur on September 28th, 2015. So 
many people out there, lots of astrologers, metaphysicians, channels, masters, are agreeing right now that we are in a very powerful five-month cycle ending September 28th, 2015. Many say that this is the um, period where the, fir- where the first waivers of ascension will ascend. Um, so we are in an intense window. And I feel it demands our attention and our focus. It's like this is the moment when we want to keep our eye on the prize and what we've all been working towards for so many years. Way showers, um, star seeds, everyone that have just been moving towards this we can feel the momentum within us. And so here we are, and we're kind of tired, and we're at the end of the road, and we're like, oh my God, one more push. Actually, it's not a push. It's just a settle into it and receive these energies. It's kind of like that song, um, These Are the Mystical Days. It's like these are the days to to just to rest and to let these energies come and come into your into your life, into your light, into your creations. It's about not doing so much, but it's about receiving and letting your personal transformation take over. So other astrologers are saying that we're in this really unique alignment of Pluto and Uranus. And the very last time this happened was the summer of love in the 60s. And I think that's awesome. The summer of love, that's when all kinds of great stuff happened. It was all about freedom, liberation, sexual expression, social justice. So it's kind of ideal conditions for a social consciousness to shift. And for more, basically, love energy to enter, there's an aspect of revolution, which I see brewing as well. And so we have this powerful beautiful storm brewing of things to change, things to switch with within and without. And I think it's really beautiful to watch. Um, there's also an aspect, a physical aspect, um, which we've all read about, which is the aspect of ascension where we our bodies turn from carbon into crystal. So we're basically turning into crystals. And these crystals carry light codes, and this is what is known as our light bodies. And so, how do you know when this is happening? Um, Some feel it, others don't. Um, Many people do Merkaba meditations where you spin your cells, and you work on a zero-point meditation, and some can feel their cells actually lightening and brightening. Um, Everyone does this differently, but the main thing is to take time during your day, during your meditation process, to just focus on this this process and and to just invite the light in, feel this godly light. You may work with the, the platinum ray and the golden Christed ray, which is what I just focus on in my meditation. I just bring these in through my body, feel it in my hands and my feet, and I ground it into the crystal core of the earth. A lot of times I'll use the decrees to call these codes in the decrees of the Christed Ray and the Platinum Ray, which are very powerful. But whatever is your process, it's taking the time to literally put conscious focus on your body turning into light. So at this time, many, many have been, and myself included, are not resonating with any particular prescribed spiritual path. It's kind of like we've gone rogue, so to speak. I still meditate every day, every day, but um, 
If we are now in the process of embodying what we know, we are now living it. So we're not really looking for that that exactly religious or that methodology that might have served us because our our methodology is now our own. Excuse me. So one thing to know is to take that part that you're like, am I doing it right? Is it, am I doing enough? Should I be doing what they're doing? Is this, is this the right way to be doing it? That's the part that needs to disappear because because we all are our, we're all going to ascend in a personal way. Like I say, ascension is personal. <clears throat> and so it's a relaxing and knowing, just knowing that whatever you're doing is the best thing you could be doing. And think of the shift of when you say that, okay? Like instead of wondering, what am I doing? Just knowing that, oh my God, what I'm doing is the best thing I could be doing. And there's freedom in that. And it's like giving yourself permission to know that whatever you're doing, you trust so much, it is coming from the highest authority of God that it's the best thing you can be doing. And the benefit of this is that you get that debate out of your head. Uh, One day you wake up and you feel connected and you're like, oh man, things are right on target. The next day, not so much. And so you you try to find a way to crawl back to where you are so-called in spiritual alignment. Well, it's all in spiritual alignment. Those are all just fluxes of your day. And the thing that's in the way is you're thinking about that. So if you get rid of the debate in your head, where am I? And you let it be taken over with the thought that you're exactly where you need to be. That is awesome. So if, if whatever you're doing is a perfect thing today, this is where it gets interesting because, um, from here, you can really turn the heat on. So You've already relaxed into your process, into your transition, knowing that you're doing the highest thing you'll be doing at any moment. And you want to crank it up so you can. You can decide you want to dive in on a very high level. And we we can decide we want to fast track our ascension. It's just true. So that's when you turn on the heat. That's when myself personally, I just go inside more. I spend less time with other people and more time in quiet time and in meditation. And... It's amazing how much energy and connection I get by just being quiet and just taking time to be by myself and and going inward and just hearing my own thoughts, stewing in my isness, I like to say. So what does that mean about all the clearing we're doing? It's like we're still clearing. Oh my God, how long is this going to last? Stuff is still coming up. Um, Well, one thing to ask yourself, are you clearing or are you healing? Um, a lot of what we're doing every time something comes up, what if you're actually clearing that for the collective? That changes your whole viewpoint because many times you are. You're not just clearing it for a little incident in your life that's coming up. You're clearing for the entire collective. And so when you look at it from that point of view and you use replace the word clearing with healing, wow, it gets a lot easier. And all that so-called clearing is not, doesn't feel so burdensome because The whole movement is that self-judgment, am I doing it right, why am I still clearing, all those kinds of self-judgment thoughts are over, and self-love is in. Radical self-love, and we we quit measuring ourselves as to where we are, and we quit, quit looking at this scale, and that constant talk in our head goes away, and we find this new freedom, the internal argument over, radical self-love in. 
How freeing. And this all leads to what's happening, which is the sovereignty of the soul. We are now integrating our soul. That's what this process is. Soul integration, soul sovereignty. And this is that part of ascension where our soul is becoming sovereign. It's so exciting. <clears throat> so the soul is anchoring. It's anchoring in. It's like becoming this. It's the feeling of an unwavering, solid column of light that is you. And basically all you have to do is shine your light and glow and be this person that is becoming more and more light-bodied and turning into ascension. Sounds pretty simple. So soul sovereignty is actually a process of harmonizing <clears throat> our hearts and our light bodies. And we do this by allowing all these rays of ascension that are coming in. And particularly now, besides the, the golden Christed ray and the platinum ray, we have the rainbow ray. And these are the codes of creation. And these are the creation codes which are actually allowing us to become creators. So this is in the big sense with the capital C, creators, where we begin creating from the cosmic heart. And we begin being powerhouses of these rays of ascension here on planet Earth. So we're representing these incredible advanced states of light in a body here on Earth. That's amazing. Um, I'm currently working on a book that will be out any, any week now called The Decrees of the Rainbow Ray, and they help calling in these codes of creation, which is where we're at. And so what's happening is we're all feeling inspired to start creating our, our life as a work of art, our life as a design inspiration. And you're, you'll, you'll find yourself constantly wondering, oh wow, what do I want to create? You may pick up something today and it may be, it might have been so exciting yesterday to think about. And today you pick it up and you're like, mm, not so much. I'm not really drawn to write that book. And so a lot of these things are being floated around and some of these ideas, since they're so much pouring in through these creation codes, we kind of let them go to other people or we see where they resonate or they stick around for a while. They're, they're all kind of reconfiguring and rearranging. And you'll, want, you'll know what you want to create because it will just be the one that's most exciting. It will be your highest joy. And um, I had a conversation with Sandra Walter recently and she said, create like an artist. And I love that. Create like an artist. That, so that's going into your... It's like, I know the public may want to hear a book about this, but instead of even thinking like that, you're like, what does my highest level want to create? And so you're not trying to fill a market. You're not trying to do what's, quote, saleable. You're just trying to do, you as a cosmic artist, what are you creating? And if it has a mass market, great. If it doesn't, that's okay, because you've got to create from your highest self, from whom your highest joy and that changes the game when you're quit trying to create what you think other people want you to create or what they will learn from. But just create from your highest. And so we're all just breathing in. And the best way is just to breathe in and allow this rainbow light, these rainbow lays, rays to come in and dissolve all your old patterns of reality and the stress that you don't need in your life anymore. And you want to make space for this highest joy, highest love, and highest abundance. And this is where dreams coming true and creativity and magic comes in because that, that's the flavor of this rainbow state of these rainbow rays. 
And now the soul has its chance for expression. So when you ground all these energies into your life, you take this moment to seize the day of this window of ascension and you open to higher consciousness. So you will fill yourself with the golden light and these brilliant rainbow light codes come in and you move closer to your soul. So that's what happens as we begin to experience this brilliance and this cosmic heart and the creation and the creatorship from the cosmic heart. And this is basically home or home of the soul. And this is that wonderful state we all like to be in where there's no time and you are super expanded. We all know what this feels like. It's kind of like another word for it is um, establishing deep peace or it's a huge expanded feeling. It's like you're as big as the world. And this is um, just one of the feelings that accompanies this. It's where you're, you're, you're manifesting your highest level and you're living the story of your personal codes that you have brought here into planet Earth. So in your expansionist is your beautiful, radical uniqueness. And don't ever forget that because your vibe is your very vibe and no one else has it. And mathematically, one day we will see how without your exact mathematical code that is you, this couldn't happen. So breathe that in for a minute and know your role and how important it is. It's like one giant puzzle of math and we need each one of us to bring these codes to make it all locked together for ascension to happen. So this is what some people call the multidimensional merge when you're living from a point of view where you experience yourself in the 3D, in the 5D, in the up to 12D and beyond. So you're seeing timelines, you're seeing lifetimes, and you're like sometimes wondering, wait, how should I relate to this person? In what dimension am I going to relate this to this person or to this situation? Or how am I even going to view my reality? Well, a lot of us are feeling that, and you just what you do is you just feel the blend, and you make a choice point on how you want to relate, how you show up, and that is bringing your highest self to all of those situations and acting, responding accordingly. My personal observation right now, being on planet Earth at this time, is I feel as like I'm becoming just an onlooker. Um, I'm here on planet Earth, but I'm, I'm in observation mode a lot. I'm kind of just an onlooker on what is happening. I see all these Earth changes. I see all this. I see all that. And I'm observing it. But I'm being completely encapsulated in my own energy. And I'm very okay with that. It feels really good within my own energy, which is soul sovereignty happening within each one of us. I will come out and play um, for creative expression, for co-creation, of course. But it feels really good in my own energy. It's what feels best, actually. And so stepping out with the world is fine. But I still like, this is my new home. My soul, sovereign soul, is where it feels the best. The debate is over as to where I am on my spiritual path. Um, I'm actually looking, I'm walking around in a multidimensional merge. And I'm looking at all the other species. I see other people as other species, as if I'm practicing greeting other galactic species. 
And so you'll see people, and not that I'm seeing my brothers and sisters as ETs, but what if, what if this is just another dimension of what we will be doing in the future? Greeting, being diplomats, ambassadors for other species, which is kind of where this is going. So it's kind of like it's a, that, that's our new galactic interface. So we have to go to the multidimensional merge to find the interface. <clears throat> so I'm getting ready to wrap it up here. And I just want to say that um, enjoy the space we're at. And if I had a message today, it would be to seize this window from now till September 8th. Stop wondering where you are on the ascension path. Dive in. <clears throat> And create from your soul and live from your soul. Find your highest joy because this is the moment. So namaste, brothers and sisters. I send lots of love from my heart to you as we're all going through this together. And I think it's amazing. So I look forward to hearing from you. And I look forward to having your attention again. Thank you so much for sharing time and space for this. Okay, lots of love.